Man, that intro goes hard. Kyle, you outdid yourself on that, my friend. Well, welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of the Debbie Dose. I am your host, Eric, at EK Baller. With me, as always, friend and co-pilot, Kyle, at KL Fantasy. Kyle, how you doing, man? Slightly tilted today as the uh, camera's kind of falling down, but um, as long as it stays on the table, I think we're good, so... We've got audio, we've got video, and more importantly, we've got very special guests. Uh, the, the, the talented uh, CFF expert, Josh from Fantasy Points at CFF, guys. What is up, my friend? What's up, man? I'm so excited to be on tonight. Man, after that intro, I want to just run through the brick wall that's right in front of me. That's incredible. <laughs> like Marvin Harrison goes- smoke. Like, what? I mean, does it get any better than that? That's I, I, it, man. That's it. We, got we don't even talk about it. Right- we don't need to talk about running backs anymore. This is awesome. <laughs> Just watch that 20 more times. Totally. I'm ready to write uh, write another whole another article over here. This is great. <laughs> All right, guys. So you, we've been going through the positions for the freshmen over the past few weeks. We did quarterbacks two weeks ago, wide receivers last week. If you guys didn't catch those, please make sure you do. They're on the channel. They're on the stream. They're on the podcast stream. If you're not already, please follow, like, subscribe, catch us here, catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you like to consume content. And tonight we're going to tackle running backs. That's what Josh is here for. Josh has got a plan. We've got his rankings. We're going to work through them. We're going to look at some data. We're going to look at some film. I'm psyched. You guys ready? Let's go. All right. You're steering, Josh. Where are we going first? All right, first up, we got Caden Durham. So this is a guy that I've, you know, I this whole class, honestly, this running back class was it was hard for me. I feel like the last few years has been really obvious who the number one running back was, and this year that didn't pop off for me right away. But I'll tell you what, Caden Durham popped off the tape for me once I watched it. I mean, this is a kid that ran a ten to five hundred meter. Um, which is just crazy fast. Now it wasn't like win legal, but even his win legal stuff is like 10 fives, like consistently. And that running back, that's incredible. You know, he's five, nine, one ninety five. You know, for me, I look at the, in high school production, I looked at, at the 10 yards per carry mark is really kind of the mark you want to look at for guys that are going to translate to the next level. And Caden Durham hit that. The kid played at Duncanville high school. Um, which is 6A ball in Texas. I mean, he's at the highest of highest levels. He's playing tough competition there in Dallas every week. Um, so he checks he checks a bunch of boxes for me in that way. I think he's also really tough uh, between the tackles runner, especially for a guy that's only 5'9", 195. But that's really where the question marks come. Like, there's no running back for me that doesn't have question marks in this class. Mm-hmm. And his question mark for me is size, right? 5'9", 195. He's probably capped. In his frame and physically, what he's, he might be able to get to 205. Um, but you can see, I mean, even this picture that we have up on the screen, I mean, he's a thick build even right now at 195. So I question whether he's even 5'9", because uh, to be that thick, um, you know, he's, he's probably a little bit shorter than that. Um, but, man, you cannot teach speed. And there's – there's an opening on that LSU running back room. Mm-hmm. I think overall with Logan Diggs transferring out. You do have my – I love Caleb Jackson. I think he's going to be a stud. But uh, but he hasn't submitted anything yet. And so maybe Caden Durham can come in there and at least get a chunk of carries this year as the RB2. 
potentially. So those are some of the things I like about them. Um, but again, like there's nobody that's perfect in this class, but for me, I go for elite traits and his 10 to 500 meters, just crazy to me, um, his speed. And um, he's never, he's not, you can see on this film, he's just not even getting touched. And so yeah. that that's hard to grade, but I do think when he does get touched a little bit, you see that he can break some tackles as well. Yeah. I love it. Kyle, where are you at on Caden Durham? I mean, I got to say, to start off, I, I absolutely agree on this class as a whole. Um, I think it's really hard to figure out what the top is because, like, everyone near the top isn't really that good, um, isn't really elite. I mean, they're all pretty good, obviously, but there, there's no Nick Singleton. There's no Cedric Baxter. Um, there's nobody that's just, like, easily elite out of high school. Um, so definitely hard to figure out the top of this class. Um, I'm kind of more of a size purist, I think, so um, mm-hmm. not – you John Durham, I do like him as a as a CFF weapon, but um, I'm not sure how he projects to the NFL. Um, to me, he's kind of like a souped up Trey Holly, uh, who's another LSU running back who's no longer going to be on that team for <laughs> certain reasons. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, that definitely opens a hole for him to you know take whatever role that Holly was going to have and just run with it freshman season. So um, yeah, I, I agree, super fast but a little too slim for my taste to have him as the RB1. Yeah, he's, he's like, what, 18 years old? This kid's going to go into a college conditioning program. If he does succeed, he's going to be 205, 207 by the time he gets to the NFL. I am not worried about that unless they're, like, way overinflating it right now and he's really, like, a buck 70, you know what I mean? Like, What if he's, what if he's actually 5'7"? <laughs> It's a different story, you know? I don't know. But uh, look, I mean, uh, I, I don't think I've gone into this class as much as you guys, but like Caden Durham's fun to watch, man. Like I said, he's just explosive. He's running yeah. at a different, different speed than everyone else on the field. I mean, for me, like the obvious, just because it's current, right, was I just feel like a little bit like watching Devin A. Chain, not as sophisticated, not as much, you know, of, of the running up the gut. Um, just where air change so good, like in the phone booth, right? But just the the, the speed differential uh, is is reminiscent of that to me. Um, so I'm excited for him. He wasn't my number one, but I totally get it. Yeah, you know? I mean, I I think too. I think it's like you know he had a 21.9 miles per hour, right? So it's not just he's gotten in this inflated 100 meter time. I mean, he's he is really really fast. Yeah, and I I do wonder. I'm with you, Kyle. I'm actually I'm actually we'll talk about BMI a little bit because I'm a little bit of a size purist as well, but I do think the NFL is changing a little bit, you know, like you have guys like a chain, you got Jameer Gibbs. I mean, the two top to the top assets were what, right at 200 pounds this year. I mean, so, and I just wonder if the workhorse running back is going by the wayside as far as what we know of it. And, um, you know, Kadem Duran, he can't catch out of the backfield too. So I think that that's a plus for him, but We'll see what happens. You know, it's an interesting class I, for sure. I wasn't super impressed with his receiving ability. I don't think he's like that refined as a route runner as some other guys in this class. And then mm-hmm. um, the other thing that really kind of bounced off the bounced bounced off the page to me was that he, he just kind of bounces outside a lot. <laughs> um, like obviously he has that speed in high school football, and he can just kind of do it all the time. Uh, just erase angles, but I don't know if he can do that in the SEC. 
Yeah, I will say, I was, like, his outside runs, though, like, he's not just running outside. He's actually taking angles, and he's actually pretty efficient, I think, with his movements. Like, I, I, I guess I saw something a little bit different on tape, although he was running outside or running inside, and then, you know, he wasn't, uh, to me, he wasn't just bouncing it outside because he was faster than everybody. He would start up the middle and then kind of weave his way more, but I don't know. We'll see. More to be revealed. I'll just say, if the kid really can run a 10 2, then he might be able to do that in the SEC, right? Um, all right, moving on. What's next, sir? Yeah, next up, man, I got Nate Frazier. And this is another guy that I don't think there's anybody that doesn't have a flaw in this class. But this guy, man, I mean, he's, well, you got him listed here, 5'9, 206. Um, I mean, this is a kid that's super, another super explosive guy, ran 10.5, 800 meter. I think that shows up on his tape as well. I mean, he's got some great second level movement. He's got some burst. The big question mark for me, I mean, and in the All-American game, he caught like a 58-yard pass down the sideline mm. in uh, the Army All-American game. And I like I like that. Again, he played at Matter Day. He's playing against good competition. So on his film, he's playing against Bishop Gorman, other top schools there in California. Um, so both of these guys that I have here and this, I care about this high school competition matters to me. And these guys are playing legit dudes. My big thing with Nate Frazier is you see the 6.4 yards per attempt. And uh, he had like, I can't like 500 yards rushing this year. Like I just question the production at the high school level. And mm. um, one of my mentors in this space, Wes Huber, he, he's done a lot of research on this and, you know, guys that aren't producing at a high level in high school kind of struggle to do that at the college level. Um, and so I just wonder if Nate Frazier can be that guy that takes over and really produces in college and he's going to go to Georgia where they're not going to ask him to do that. And so I feel like we're always going to have that production question mark with him, whether he can carry the load. Mm. What do you think, Kyle? You're a little bit lower on Frazier. I, I, I liked him quite a bit actually, but relative to the class, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm just slightly. I mean, he has him two. I have him three. So, uh, same tier, definitely. But um, to me, okay, those stats are different from what I found on the internet. But <laughs> maybe I should have checked Wait, his did, film for did his you stats. Have higher stats for him? No, I had less. Um, but <laughs> whatever. Oh, this is junior season. Okay, never mind. I was looking at senior season stats. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, Frazier, like, not a super like big producer at the high school level for sure. Uh, but he was just like a camp standout all the time, a seven V seven standout. Um, he's a guy who played wide receiver up until his like midway through his junior season. Um, and then like had to take over that running back role cause of injury and then just like fell in love with it and just st stuck to running back. Um, he definitely has that speed, that pass catching that, that kind of shows through from his uh, days at wide receiver. I think he's kind of like a, maybe a, like a slightly bulkier James cook. I mean, that's kind of the role you want to see him f fulfill at uh, Georgia. And I think he can do it. Um, we are obviously going to play the long game with Frazier because it's hard to get snaps at running back at Georgia, especially early on. But uh, I think from a Debbie perspective, you really think guys to hit into the NFL, Georgia's a great place to look. Mm. If he's fast, Daiju and Edwards, then I would be excited at that. 
I, I think, think that's possible. He, he, he's physical, man. I mean, for I, I, I didn't catch the thing that he'd been playing wide receiver, but I thought he's one of the tougher runners in here that I watched. Um, you know, definitely some ability to create on his own. Um, tough to take down. Like, I, I love seeing that, man. I, I one of the big flags for me is if you do see guys going down. You know, mm-hmm. first contact over and over again. I just, I just feel like that archetype rarely succeeds at any of the higher levels. Um, you know, but I, I mean, I liked a lot of what this kid did. So I, I actually liked him slightly more, even um, than Durham. But yeah, right. EK, I'm with you in that too. And it's like if he would have had the high school production, if he had a thousand yards, I'm right. like. That that's my only question mark is is like right. why he's so good, right? His highlights are so it's like why didn't they just feed him the rock? And I know that it's matter day, right? They got other. I know they have other running backs there that are younger that are also very good, but it's still like this guy's so good. Yeah, yeah. You'd like to see twelve hundred yards this senior, right? Yeah. Um, all right. Any more parting shots on this guy, or should we keep it moving? Nah, we can keep it moving. Yeah, my next guy I got is a guy that uh, Quentin Martin. And, I mean, when we show his highlight films, it's going to be a lot of him catching passes because he's mm. it's like 53 catches right here, 764 yards. I mean, this guy's just an athlete. He's six foot two, 200 pounds, but he's got a big frame. Um, I imagine he's going to get up to 215, 220 in college. Um, he's working with Juwan Sider, right? I mean, he's a great running backs coach, great at identifying talent there at Penn State. Um, but this kid, I mean, he's very raw as a runner. I don't, wouldn't even say he's a great runner. He kind of reminds me of Donovan Edwards in the sense of like he, like what he's elite at is pass catching. I mean, and he's running like legitimate routes. Like I think he could be a starting wide receiver at Penn State one day. I mean, that's how good he is as a route runner. And I just think when you look at that type of stuff and you look at kind of translating to the NFL. I mean, this is the type of guy that um, he's just got an elite trait. And I think in this class where there's guys like, you're going to see a theme with my guys is that I have them ranked high because I'm going to go off an elite trait. If there's not going to be some dominant running back in this class and Quentin Martin, like his super, his super strength, his superpower is his receiving ability. I mean, yeah, again, his route running is better than I saw I've seen from most wide receivers. It's crazy. So I I really liked him. I mean, I question the talent level he's playing against in Pennsylvania. Um, but you can't deny that he's a good, good wide receiver and a good receiving back out of the backfield. And he's got some power to him too. Um yeah, so I'll I'll stop there with him. Loving it, loving it. Kyle, we I, you're pretty high on him too, right? I didn't notice your ranking. I yeah, I, RB two for me. I love Quinton Martin. Um, he checks almost every box for me. I mean, size, long speed, agility, receiving. Um, he's got everything I want in a running back. I just have a, a few issues. Um, the first of that is like I'm not sure he's a running back. Like he kind of <laughs> looks like a linebacker. He has some really yeah. impressive um, like linebacker snaps. Um, a great defensive film. He was an athlete in 247's database for most of his recruitment. Um, so that worries me. I do think a, a, a switch of sides could be in his future. Um, 
going to Penn State obviously is a little bit of a concern to me, not because of like the lack of coaching or anything, but just because of the guys in front of him. And I do think we end up with another year of uh, one of those guys after uh, one were to go pro this year. So um, I do think he might have to wait if he stays in, um, in Pennsylvania. But um, other than that, I mean, I love this kid. Like it, if those two things weren't true, I think he'd, I'd have him as my RB1. But um yeah, just the receiving abilities insane. Like superb athlete was a great basketball player in high school too. So, mm-hmm. um, just like awesome prospect. Yeah, Kyle. To your point, I did see that they're going to try to get him on the field this year. Like some of the two four seven riders, felt like he might be a guy that contributes early just because of his receiving ability. So that I mean that is interesting that they are trying to find a role for him potentially in that offense. Yeah. I mean, they could yeah, put him outside, like, and he might be better than what they have. I mean, seriously, <laughs> <He> probably is. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if Ek, if you watched any of his film, but I was, I'm, I was shocked at how good of a receiver he was. Yeah, was I, honestly, that was my main gripe against him as a running back. So just like all your highlights are. Receivers. I mean, watch like watch this, watch this one right here. Like he's just gonna juke this dude out of his pants. Yep. No. I mean, like what? It's what a is he really doing? nice slant. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah. I don't know why he's not playing wide receiver, to be quite honest. I mean, God, and, and their wide receiver room is not good. I don't know if they got any like transfers this year or even caught on to yet, but last year it was unimpressive at best. But yeah. I don't know if that's a development issue or recruitment issue because they keep bringing in four stars and then they just die on the roster. Um, yeah. Suppressing. But what, yeah. what I was thinking though is, I mean, look at Katron Allen's receiving numbers from the past mm-hmm. couple of seasons. Man, if they put this kid in that role, Catron Allen's not even that explosive, like, right. you know, in the grand scheme of things, uh, Quentin could eat in that role and, uh, that would be a lot of fun, but uh, Allen's good too. So it's, that's yeah. the thing is that, you know, I don't know, are they going to run the ball? Like what? Like 800 times this year? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I'd like you see Drew Alar throw it a little bit, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's good. Anything else here, guys, or keep it going? I got nothing else. You guys, anything, Kyle? <laughs> the shake. I don't think so. Okay. All right. My number four. Uh, yeah. So we got Cameron Davis here. And yeah, I mean, Cameron Davis is a guy. He's a quarterback in high school, right? I think he played most of his career. Oh. I thought it like 200 skip, pounds. I skipped Lyle, I think. No, that's all good. We'll, we'll go with Davis. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But so Cameron Davis, I mean, he's a guy in high school, right? Played quarterback there in, in, uh, in Georgia, I believe. Um, could have been Alabama, but anyways, played, played over there. I mean, he was a great high school quarterback. And I mean, I think the thing that jumps out on film with him is his feet. I mean, he is so quick and so agile. Um, you know, it's a, a lazy comp, but he does really does remind me of Cam Akers coming out of out of mm-hmm. high school as far as a like guy, former, you know, just a ridiculous athlete playing quarterback in high school. Um, and, you know, Mike Norvell running backs, like he's great at identifying running backs, right? I mean, even when he was at Memphis, he's got two or three guys that are in the league um, and, and still playing. And then, you know, this last year we had Trey Benson last couple of years. So, I mean, if there's one thing that Norvell knows – how to do is to identify, identify running backs. And so, and Davis is, you know, he is, he is on campus and right here, right. He's at 220. Um, I mean, that's, that's a great size coming in. Right. And he'll probably 
you know, either play at that or 215. And so if he maintains his his foot, his footwork and, and that quickness that he has, I mean, he's going to be a really good running back. You know, I do question whether it can take, you know, guys that are transitioning from quarterback. It's different, right? Playing running as a quarterback than running as a as a running back. You know, I played both of those positions and um and it was just a different deal running from the pocket versus you know running as a as a pure running back. So um so yeah that that's my only thing is like how does that actually translate? And then I just I mean 220 for him he seemed a little slower honestly in his senior film than his junior film to me. So I just wonder if some of that weight isn't too much weight for him if he needs to slim down a little bit. Um, but that's that's just me. I, uh, you know, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I have him as my RB one. I mean, me, he's the most complete of the guys in this class. Um, like he already has NFL size to me. Um, he has like NFL like agility almost, like the footwork, like you said. Um, he's fast enough, in my opinion. Um, and I do think a lot of the questions are fair, especially if you're just watching high school tape, but you kind of go to the, like the seven V seven tape and whatnot, and he's playing wide receiver and he's out there and he's running routes and the routes don't look, mm-hmm. don't look bad. Um, they definitely look like a guy who could be a third or fourth receiving option out of the backfield in the, in the, uh, college level. And, um, just the power and the vision as a runner though, are just like, so much better than a lot of the other guys in this class to me. Um, I think he's one of the few guys who can really like kind of knock somebody over and just keep going. And um, I think he will fit really well in that Florida State system. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Big man, run fast. That's what I'm seeing here. That's yeah, all I need. Always a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> Look, it's a pretty good place to start, you know what I mean? Um, see what happens, see if you can get on the field. What's what's that backfield look like without Benson this year? You got Roydell Williams coming in um, from Alabama. Uh, but other than that, I mean, it's pretty it's pretty cleared out. I mean, I don't see anybody else is going to give them a ton of competition. Um, they got Jalen Lucas from Indiana, who's one of my favorite backs. Oh, he's good. Um, smaller, but super fast. Yeah, the totally different back though than uh, right than Cam Davis, right? He's yeah. at one eighty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably not taking and, the one and I will right? say, yeah, and you know Norvell loves to run that two running back system, so it'd be I think Roy Dell that he'd be competing more with for for snaps than a Jalen Lucas. Yeah, you'd have to think Rodell gets first first bite at the apple uh, as the vet, but I don't know, he's not. He's a competent running back for college. I don't think he's a special talent, though, at this point. He's looks yeah. good at Alabama. But, yeah. um, Kyle, do we have a card for Lyle? Dude, Lyle is like his RB7. Oh. <laughs> Unless I'm tripping. He's, no, he's fourth. You had him as four. Yeah, I oh. changed it up, but it's okay. We, we can go in the order, and I, we can talk whatever, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a big deal. We got a show sheet. We're going to follow the sheet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, that's the right ah. guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, it's all good. We got who's next up on that one? 
He's got Lyle in there somewhere. There we go. He he's probably number. This is fine. T- Taylor Tatum's great. We'll talk Taylor Tatum. Tatum. Yeah, Taylor Tatum. I mean, he's a guy that on two four seven, I think, is their RB one. Um, yes. And ah uh, man, you look at Tatum's tape, and he looks like a good running back. And so there's, it's hard to like to ding him on anything. But I I just don't see anything that he's like elite at. And here's like again, like I you know I'm from Texas, lived in Florida. Um, so you just, I just know some of these, these areas, I'm not a huge fan of like East Texas football. And if you're, if you're not, I mean, 7.7 yards per carry to me, isn't like great in that area. And so that, that kind of hurts him a little bit in my, my view, but he's such a good athlete, right? He's probably going to play baseball in college. So he's a multi-sport guy. He's a good running back. I mean, you know, you turn on his tape and everything he's doing looks good. He's like five foot ten, two oh five. So he's got good size. So it's hard to really ding him on anything. I just go, man, where's the elite traits with Taylor Tatum? Hmm. And that's why I've just kind of pushed him down here. But I do think, look, he's going to OU. Gavin Sawchuk's probably the main guy that he's gonna have to compete with for carries. But I could see Tatum getting on the field very early um, there OU, and then games on at that point. So because I do think he's. He's a good run. I like him as a running back. I just, I just question his, his upside at the position overall. I thought he had some nice pass catching snaps um, yeah. in this film. I mean, that was, that was the only thing that really stuck out to me that it just open field ability. Like it feels like these guys rarely get a hand on him. Um, yeah. You know, it's a question if he could break a tackle because he doesn't have to in this entire highlight. Game. <laughs> so yeah. just don't have information about it. Yeah. Kyle, I thought overall, oh, good. I just thought overall, too, like when he does take on contact, I think he lowers his pad level well. I mean, he does some of that well. I mean, he thinks he's a really good running back. Anyways, what do you got, Kyle? I mean, he's a good player. Um, like you said, there's nothing really elite about him to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did push up some other guys that I did see something elite with. Um, so he does fall to like RB10 for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, there are definitely things to like. I mean, he's good all around. He's uh, pretty instinctive with the ball in his hands. Um, he does shrink to contact, which is pretty good. But I do think a lot of the times he runs a little too upright sometimes. Um, that mm-hmm. annoys me. Um, and I mean, that's definitely something that plagues high school pro- prospects. But um, when you're in the in the top 10, we get to pick those hairs. So, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, I think he's good all around, but there's just nothing elite to me. And, um, so I'm not going to rank him super high. Yeah. Got it. What do you guys think about Sawchuck? Do you think Sawchuck can, is, is Sawchuck high level talent? Not for me. I don't yeah, think any of those guys not, are. And not for me either. I, I, I don't, I think he's a good college back. But I don't see anything that Tatum can't do. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So maybe as a shot to get some opportunity there. And I think that offense is going to be pretty good. I mean, Jackson Arnold look, looked great uh, last year. I'm curious what that offense looks like without Jeff Levy. Because um, they just did not get the the running back the ball when Levy was there. So I'm not sure if they're going to like lean on the running back a little more. 
I don't know. Who's the new OC? I wish I could remember. Is it in-house guy? We did this a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I can't remember either. Yeah. I think it was an in-house guy. I don't think they brought someone in from outside. Yeah. But, uh, it's oh, Seth Luttrell. Okay. The, uh, That's the right. It is Seth Luttrell. He's a yep. super air raid guy. Yeah, but, I mean, he's had a top five rushing attack, I think, a couple years in a row there at North Texas. I mean, he, mm. midway through the 2021 or 2022 season, he switched up things quite a bit because he just realized I got a lot better running backs than I did. Once Mason Fine left, um, mm. he, I think he kind of realized, and, and Jalen Darden, those guys, like I, he just didn't have the horses. And so he started running the ball quite a bit. But he loved to split carries among his guys. I mean, he had AOD there. Um, he has another guy that's at, I think it's at South Carolina now. And I'm blanking on. Um, you know, he's hit three. A Kaika Ragsdale was there as well. Anyways, but he would split the carries a ton between those guys. So we'll see. I mean, maybe he rotates it there at, at Oklahoma or maybe just airs it out and goes back to air raid. Cause that is his, his background for sure. And when he had Mason fine, I mean, he was, he was killing it. Um, but we'll see. I think Tatum's a better pass catcher than Sawchuck or uh, yeah. the other kid there. His name, I can't remember. Um, okay. Barnes. Looks Javante like, yeah, Kevante, yeah, Javante Barnes. Um, K1 Lacey. Josh, what you got? Yeah, I mean, he's another guy that's from the Dallas area. Um, and, man, on film, like, I love his film. Like, I think he's a great pass catcher. Um, you know, he's even splitting out wide and actually running legitimate routes. I love how physical he is when he runs the ball. I mean, he's a guy that on tape, I mean, his frame is pretty slender. He looks pretty tall. And so even like I was questioning the way they six foot 295 and I actually went to the Missouri website and they have him listed at 5'11", 194, which actually looks a lot more in line with what his frame is right now. Um, and so that that does ding him a little bit for me that he's not six foot 205 or he's just not 205 probably mainly. Hmm. But as far as, as as a runner, like he's got great contact balance. He's a good pass catcher. Um I mean, he's playing in a similar area to Caden uh, Durham. So I, I do like the competition there um, that he's playing against. So everything on film I loved. And, I, man, Eli Drinkwoods, man, he loves his running backs. So And he will feed them the ball both as a pass catcher and as a runner. Um, and so if he can, you know, get that backfield and, you know, maybe not this year with Carroll coming in and Nate Noel, but he can get that backfield in 25. and He'll have the opportunity to put up stats in the SEC. So he he could prove his worth. And look, Alabama really wanted him too. Um, and he chose Missouri. So I think he's a very good back. And I'm excited to see what he does in the SEC. Love it. I think Kyle and I both like Lacey quite a bit too. Kyle, what do you, what do you got for Lacey here? Yeah, I have him three spots low. I think both of us, me and Josh, have him like way above, you know, the recruiting services. So um, I -hmm. think we're both in lockstep in the fact that we think he's better than what he's rated. Um, And I I totally agree. I I mean, there's not a ton to hate on. I think he runs with power, but he also has been clocked at like 21 and a half miles an hour. Um, Yep. 
and he can catch the ball. Like this is everything Drinkwitz Watson a running back, and I think he can easily step into the system and be the guy going forward, even if it's not this year, like you said. Yeah. I didn't realize Noel was there as well because he's he's also a, a good college running back. So yeah, got a couple of vets that are, you know, and Noel's not a pass catcher, so maybe that's a bunch of mess. On. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it does help Lacey that he's there in the spring. I think I think he's an early enrollee, and so we're gonna find out quick. You know, he's got a similar build to. Um, to Jaden Blue over at at Texas, and so I'm very interested. I mean, this kid, he I think he can get up to 205, and if he does, man, I mean, he's just you see it. He's breaking tackles here. Um, the more I, I need to stop watching this film because the more I like it, I mean, the more I watch it, the more I like it. And uh, more. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, stop, stop, you can't do that. But he he, and he also ran a 10 800 meter. Um, yeah. So again, that's right in line with 21 and a half miles per hour. So you know, he checks off a lot of boxes. Yeah, I like that. I, 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 I guess like I can't say backs. anything about meh running backs at Missouri when uh, Cody Schrader had hiking <laughs> boats. So yeah, yeah, D two running back. Eli Eli can turn anything into gold. <laughs> Heck of a system to be the ball yeah. carrier. <laughs> okay, I guess we'll backtrack now. <laughs> Jordan oh, Lyle. Jordan Lyle. There we go. Oh, Kyle, you like him too. Okay. This this makes me feel better. I, he's He is my RB4. Um, and look, I he's listed at six foot 180 on here, right? I think he's at, I, he's, I think he's 190. I've been trying my hardest. I'm a huge, I'm actually a huge Miami fan, which I probably shouldn't say because it's going to make me sound like a homer here. But um, I'm trying to find out whether he's actually 190 because he looks thicker than that to me. Mm. Um, so I'm trying to get some verified weight on him, but man, his film is just incredible to me as, as a running back. I mean, his contact balance is illegally. He's running, he's at 10.6 yards per attempt, which he plays at St. Thomas Aquinas. I mean, they're a national powerhouse and they play a national schedule and to have that kind of yards per carry, and he's doing that against elite competition there in Miami, um, and again across the country, is incredible. And you watch him run on film, and he he just checks every box as a runner to me. Um, but I, if he if he was like two hundred pounds, um, then I would I would have him, you know, I'd have him higher just because I love love his running ability, and I think he'll be able to catch the ball fine. Everything he is on tape is a screen pass, but to be honest, like in the, in the NFL, I mean, most of what they're getting is screen passes and dump offs, so I'm not too 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 concerned about that. But I love Jordan Lyle as a runner, and I think he's going to fit with what they want to do there at Miami. I do like him too. We're not to the couple of guys where I highly disagree with you, but we'll get there later. I'm yeah. sure. Um, yeah. I mean, it's crazy that we can't have these high school recruits like step on a scale, a scale in front of a camera. And <laughs> cause like everybody has a different weight for this kid Yeah, uh, on three has him at 190, 24, seven, 180 ESPN, 185 on three used to have him at 202 at one point. It's just like, makes no sense. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, he, he runs the ball really well. He like obviously, like you said, incredible stats, over ten yards a carry at, at a national program is super impressive. Um, really took over that backfield, which isn't something that happens often at these high level programs. Uh, like modern day, like say Thomas Aquinas, like IMG, there are usually two, three guys in the backfield, and and Lyle uh, really kind of took over. Obviously, running for thirteen hundred yards last year. Um, so yeah, I, I think he's a great back. I, I am concerned about his pass catching, but I think this is kind of a wide open room that he's walking into, uh, with like like Citizen coming off that nasty injury and uh, not a ton of guys there otherwise. So um, I think he can be an early contributor and continue that into uh, the years college career. Yeah, the film's fun, man. This kid creates a lot on his own. Just yeah. So just a lot of agility, awesome balance. There's that one play earlier where he just, you know, spun around 180, basically does that, but spun around 180 degrees and then up and then into the end zone with like three defenders around him. Uh, yeah. Definitely has some talent, man. I'm excited for him. And do you guys, do you guys like Mark Fletcher though? Do you think Fletcher is a, a guy that, or do you think Lyle can take the reins? Yeah, I mean, I do think Mark Fletcher is the guy there. He is coming off of injury, though, and he got injured quite a bit this last year. I mean, some shoulder injuries, some a foot injury to end the year. In high school, he had some shoulder injuries. So I just kind of wonder with Mark Fletcher, less about his ability and more about his ability to stay on the field, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, that's That's what I worry about more than anything with Mark Fletcher and he, look, I don't think Mark Fletcher is going to be like a really good NFL back. I mean, he's too slow. Um, and Jordan Lyle, I think again, if he can get up to two Oh nine to 10, I mean, I think he can, he can be an NFL back for sure. Yeah. He's got the speed and he's, he's got the other assets. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Anything else, Kyle? Nope. Mr. Riley. Yes, there we go. There's our disagreement. Yeah. (laughs) To be honest, like I love this kind of, I'll let you talk quite a bit. I mean, look, I like that that Kevin Riley is a one cut runner. Um, I will say part of my ranking with him is less about what I see on film and more of what I feel like both Mario Cristobal and Nick Saban really wanted this dude like bad. And I think both of those guys, both of those uh, teams have been able to identify running back talent in the, in the past. Um, and I think there's something to be said about them. And this is a little bit of me trusting, not my, not even my own eyes, but their evaluation. I mean, the, the, the lengths that Nick Saban went to, to, I won't, I won't tell the rumors that I've heard, but the, the lengths that he went to, to get Kevin Riley on that squad is pretty crazy. And so look, I don't, like, I don't know. Again, there's not a lot of elite guys in this class. Um, so Kevin Riley could, you know, and he's got a, a big hill to climb there at Alabama to be able to get on the field. But um, but I don't know. I mean, the, again, those two guys uh, are good talent evaluators. And so I, I'm, I'm going to trust them a little bit here. And, um, and I do like that that Riley's a one-cut runner. He gets north-south really quick. Um, but we'll see the yards per carry there. I'm not, I don't love 6.2 yards per carry. A lot of that stuff. So.
Kyle, what do you not like? Why don't, why don't you give Saban, us that? <laughs> I, I hear with the Saban thing, but he, he went to Tuscaloosa High School. Like, if you lose out on a four-star in your backyard, you're going to look like a fiend. So um, you do kind of have to get guys. Like, that's what made Tennessee suck for so many years because we couldn't get the talents in our own backyard. But mm-hmm. I'm projecting now. Um, anyway. <laughs> get it about you. Uh, I do like a lot of the running backs in this class, um, and Riley just kind of isn't one of them. I, I like mm-hmm. his uh, compatriot Daniel Hill more than him, personally. I think Hill has more um, multifaceted ability. He can like catch the ball, whereas uh, Riley never really used in the passing game. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of more of an I-form offense, just kind of turning around and giving him the ball. And I think that's why he had so many yards, but uh, uh, yards per carry in the sixes in both his junior and senior seasons, um, which is very unimpressive. And when we're talking about, you know, top 10 running back recruits. Um, so I think those things are some of the biggest worries for me. Um, like I said, just not ready for like the offense of the current, um, not used as a pass protector, not used as a receiver, uh, basically just like giving the ball up the gut, which, I mean, there is a role for that at the old Alabama. I t- totally forgot Saban retired for a second. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think that's <laughs> near as much of a deal in Kalen DeBoer's offense actually. Um, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I just find it hard to see him having a role at, at the level he is at now. I mean, there's always room for growth with these guys. We're talking about 18 year olds, but um, I, I just don't see a full skill set in a NFL offense right now. Yeah, I think he looks like a good rusher of the football for sure, and he showed some ability from from what I've seen. But I hear you about the diversity. I think he's caught one pass so far, and we're probably through two thirds of his season highlights. Um, yeah, looks athletic. Yep. Okay, and you guys both explained your positions fairly well. Oh, is this another one you're going to take umbrage with, Kyle? Yes. Yeah, I, there I we go. Josh on this one. <laughs> we can, we, yeah, so we can talk this one. Let's tag team them. Yeah. And it, Gibson's actually my, my RB8, uh, and Riley's my RB9, but splitting hairs there. But Jared Gibson, man, I mean, this guy, look, he has an IMG Academy, right? He's a guy that was a, a youth star and then went over there to IMG, which is fun. And I think he's got, I think he's got good feet. He's got good vision. He's got some explosiveness to his game. Um, I mean, I like him overall, Jared Gibson. I don't think, uh, I don't think he's like crazy. I mean, he was ranked pretty high for most of the year on two four seven, and they dropped him. Um, and I get it. I will say, like, um, again, Tashard Choice is a guy that he's been able to identify a few running backs in his day, <laughs> um, and one of them, Jameer Gibbs. I'm not saying that he's Gibbs at all, but. Um, I do think that he's going to come into a room and start too, right? These guys, they know what they're doing and identifying running backs. And Gibson's the one that they wanted from really, really early on in the recruiting process. And so I think they got all that. And I, you know, the early returns out of camp are that this guy's outworking everybody in the room. And I think those the intangibles aren't the things that we can see on film. Um, but when you hear about a dude that's a hard worker, I think that matters because I, I do think he's a good running back overall. And I think he's got the frame to add, add some weight here. And I think he'll get up to 210, 215. Um, 
So, and, I, and again, I think his got a 41 inch vertical. I think that shows up on his film. Um, as far as his explosiveness goes, I think you can see that in some of his runs. Um, but, but we'll see. Hopefully he doesn't get lost. I mean, he's got a lot to overcome in that backfield between CJ Baxter and Jadon blue. I don't know how he gets on the field very early and that's maybe ultimately where he gets stuck. I like his film, man. This kid's wicked explosive. Yeah. Of the group of the group that I watched, again, I didn't go as deep as you all did. I, he was one of the upper, more aggressive runners I watched. Like he's one of the only kids that'll I, I watched in this group that'll, you know, some 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 plays where he ran some guys over or or you know, really went after people. Um, you know, I thought that and the athletic ability and the explosiveness. Uh I, I was kind of impressed with his rushing ability. Um, yep. See, the stats weren't really what you were talking about looking for coming from high school, but um, I don't know. I, I thought there's some nice traits on the film. So, I, I'm definitely terrified. He just doesn't get on the field. I yeah, that's a, that's a real concern. <laughs> so what, what, did, what did you see that you didn't like, Kyle? Or do you just think he's not going to get to play? I'm also terrified about the uh him getting on the field um i think he'd probably be like one tier higher if not for that um probably like in the rb 10 to 12 range so right there with you guys but um the other thing that really worries me is a, a lack of shown receiving ability um for guys who aren't like super monster humans um i i do want to see receiving ability if you're not you know six foot two 20 coming out of high school um so like nine receptions in the senior season a little worrying for me um, mm-hmm. he is another guy who played a lot of seven V seven though. So, I mean, that, that is a encouraging sign. So, um, maybe I'm wrong on that, but, um, he does have good burst. He does shake defenders pretty well. Um, I'm just, you know, concerned about Texas is mostly the reason that I have him significantly lower than you guys. Um, I think I'd have him in the same range if not for that. Yeah. I mean, good. would it shock you guys if, by the end of the year, he's playing ahead of Blue. Uh, yeah, because mm, <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> because Tashar Joyce just uh, compared Jadon Blue to Jameer Gibbs. So, oh really? <laughs> I, I like I Blue, like, by the way. He's I just, like they know. do it differently, but I could see him having the same kind of upside. I'm like, dang. Well, so. that makes me excited that I still have some Jaden Blue bags in my Canton leagues. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully he gets some of that role because it was disappointing watching him basically not play the first two years of his career. Um, yeah. Tough, tough hit. For sure. Um, I would be surprised just because Blue's a junior at this point. Like if, if we were talking about last year, then I maybe wouldn't be surprised. But, I mean, he's had so many two years in the system. Like he shouldn't get jumped by a freshman unless that freshman is, you know, Baxter level. And I don't think yeah. Gibson is. Yeah. All right, so Kyle, where do you? That was your top ten, right, Josh? Do we do we cover? I think we got one, no, one more. No. Oh, Peyton Lewis. Yeah, so Peyton Lewis. I mean, I put him in here basically because he runs a ten five hundred meter. It's <laughs> a good reason. And he's he's six foot one, one ninety seven, and the kid's gonna be two fifteen, like like that. I mean, he's got a big frame, and I mean, also is like sixty meter is like you went in six, seven, three, he was a national runner up. I mean, this guy has got elite track speed. So, 
and again, he's going to be 210, 215. The only reason I don't have him higher, to be quite honest, is because I I went to high school and middle school in Virginia, and the like the type of competition that he's playing down there in Salem is so bad. Uh, I mean, he's bigger than his offensive lineman, basically. And so it's just hard to tell. I mean, it really, it, you know, for me, I compare it to like, you know, how do we know that a G5 player is going to be a good P5 player when they transfer? Like, it's hard, right? Like, there's levels that you go up. And I think that Peyton Lewis is going to have an adjustment period. But dang, I love the way, and I'm curious what you say, Kyle, as a Tennessee guy, but like, I love the running backs that they recruit. They just recruit guys with traits. And like, if they hit, they hit. But like, you got Jalen Wright that's getting a lot of love, right? In the NFL draft scene because he had traits and he produced. And then you got the guys in the backfield now. And I think Peyton Lewis, I mean, golly, if he can do what he did in high school, like this kid is going to be un. I could see him being an RB1 in this type of class um, just because he's so he's his 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 burst and his speed is just incredible um and he's going to be 210 215 at least i'll let you take it from here kyle i mean i i definitely agree with the traits i mean i had him even lower before i kind of went through and just double checked everything and i was like wait this is jalen wright um (laughs) i should move him up a little bit um but the level of competition, like you said, is a huge factor. And then also, like, what he was asked to do. Um, this is an, this is another I-4 and 21 personnel team. Uh, yep. Lines up and gets him the ball every single play. That's why he has 2,000 rushing yards this season. Um, and, I mean, but he does, like, display good things rushing the football. He's patient. He's bursty. Um, he's, he has good contact balance. Um I would love to see him lower his pads more, um, mm-hmm. but that, that's that's one of my biggest gripes. And then also the landing spot at Tennessee, um, he's not going to be asked to do anything his freshman year unless he's much better mm-hmm. than he looks on film. Um, I mean, and then maybe even a sophomore year too. Like Tennessee keeps doing this, recruiting like super fast, super bursty guys at running back and wide receiver, and then they just don't ask him to do much, you know, like – a lot of year yeah. one zeros there last year, a wide receiver. Uh, Selden didn't get on the field until really the bowl game. Um, so Samson, two years ago under Hypel, wasn't super on the field as a freshman. Um, so, yeah, I, I just don't see him as an early producer. I don't see him. And then I kind of struggled to see him as a sophomore producer because of the guys on this roster, uh, whether it be, you know, Cam Selden, um, Dylan Sampson, or – even like Khalifa Keith from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's interesting too, Kyle, like I don't watching his film, like he doesn't even run full speed half the time. Yeah. <laughs> like he, yeah. he got caught on one over. Yeah. But al- yeah, it's almost like he's just like, he runs however fast he needs to run to get to the end zone. It's, <laughs> it's pretty funny to watch. It's like, cause you saw, you see some of it where you like burst and it's like, Holy cow, this guy's got a whole nother yeah. gear. Um, yeah, oh, that's interesting he's literally, watch. literally beating up on kids that he outweighs by 20 pounds on <laughs> every one of those snaps. So, yeah, you know, um, but yeah, he likes, he, he, uh, slows down into his cuts a lot too. Um, which is yes, early in that film, you, like, I think it was like the first or second one where he like, 
he reminded me a little bit of uh, Branson Robinson back in the day who used to like have mm. to really decelerate on his cuts. And I was like, I, so I went and watched all of his film to go like just on the cuts. I was like, is he going to decelerate on every single one that much? And uh, I was like, ah, cause that, that'll get me too. As if I see that too much. And so we'll see, man. I, you know, again, I put him in here. I put him at 10 just on the, on the fact that, He's gonna be two ten, and he's gonna run a ten five hundred meter. And there's not too many yeah. guys that do that. It's a wild speed score right there, really. I mean, yeah. But so maybe you don't, you know, you don't see him on the field for a year or more. I mean, if Selden does develop, right? And we uh, we both like Samson a lot. I yeah. mean, I think he's. he's a I love Samson player. too. Yeah, he's very yeah. good. So as long as he can pass right. protect. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, all right. Kyle, you want to uh, maybe just touch on a couple of guys that were in your top 10 that didn't quite make it into Josh's. Uh, I don't want to go through the whole thing, but maybe your two two guys that are the most important to you that we have to talk about. Sure. Um, I, I think the first one is James Peoples um, going to Ohio State. Um, he's the RB7 on 24-7. I think he's a very good athlete. He has good size coming out of high school at 5'9", 200. Um, runs with power and speed, um, fits both of those roles to me. And I think he does have some pass catching chops that I really like. Um, and really Ohio state kind of just like put him on the pedestal and like said, like, this is the guy we want. Like they were, um, going after like guys like Chauncey Bowens too, and ended up, um, prioritizing people's that came down to the brass tacks and everybody was, you know, really trying to figure out which, which schools they were going to. Um, they made a commitment to people's. And I think that means a lot, um, especially in a system like Ohio state. So um, yeah. And play football in, in San Antonio. So um, good high level program there in Texas. So I'm excited about what people's can do at, at a high tier program, at Ohio state. What was your take on Peoples, Josh? Yeah, I have Peoples as my RB20. I mean, look, I am like San Antonio competition overall. I'm just not a big fan of. And um, I just, on film, I just struggled to see. Other than, I mean, I think he does have some pass catching ability. I do think Jordan Lyles was the main running, Jordan Lyle was the main running back in that Ohio State class. I mean, it could be wrong, but. I just felt like kind of people's as the RB two there, but I, and I don't know. I put a lot of stock too in um, how they do against upper level competition. So like I, I, I look a lot at the all American games and try to, I watched a lot of people's cause I just wanted, I want to like people's and I just don't like them. So I hope I'm wrong <laughs> to be honest. I really, really wanted to like them. And I just haven't seen a ton that just sticks out as anything as elite to me, but. You know, he's going to Ohio State for a reason. They recruit running backs really well. So I'm sure I'm wrong on this one. <laughs> don't have to be. You don't have to seeing, be. Neither of these guys is seeing the field much before a bowl game anyways, unless it's a 50-0 to zero Ohio State score in the second half. Yeah. <laughs> Considering Jenkins and Henderson. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Judge two Jenkins. best running backs in college football. <laughs> yeah. It's wild. It'd be a fun year to be Ohio State fan if any y'all out there. <laughs> um, all right, one more guy. Let's talk about one more guy here. Uh, Kyle, who's your pick? 
Uh, David Eziomume, um, going to Clemson, um, six foot one, two hundred five, according to two four seven. Um, I've seen him listed as even bigger. Um, he's massive. He ran like a sub ten eight in track hundred meters. Mm. Um, like he's just like huge human being. Run really fast. Um, I really like that. I'm a sucker for it. Um, so. I, I like David Esiomume a lot. He was very effective in uh, in Georgia 6A football as well. So, um, yeah, he looks like a like a man amongst boys here, and like he's playing against that. So, <laughs> um, pretty impressed by him. And he also had he also played at tight end and wide receiver, like we're seeing right here. So, um, some receiving ability, some route running ability. Kyle, where do you have him? I have Ezumume um, as my RB six. He landed at Clemson. Um, yeah, I, I his film is so good. I you know to be honest, I hadn't seen that he ran a sub ten eight hundred meter because um, that would have changed things for me for sure. Because um, that's my one. What it was my one question about? I was like, all right, what's the speed? Because like his film, man, but his film is like a ton of fun to watch. I mm. really like uh, him. I mean, he'll move up. He'll move up in my rankings for sure. Uh, now that I know I ran a sub 10, eight, because he reminds me a lot of, honestly, he reminds me a lot of Phil Maffa in a lot of ways, mm. the ways that he runs and really in between the tackles and he should get on the field this year. I, th- I think, I mean, I don't think there's a lot behind Maffa um, there at, they're at Clemson, so I could definitely see him getting on the field. Yeah, Mafo with routes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, his film is so fun. Yeah, uh, Kyle, I called him a tractor it, earlier, and I think that's very fair. It's good. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, his nickname's a tractor. Like, is it really? He's like, no, it should be. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> did a lot um okay usually at the end here i ask you guys to throw out each just just one deep cut like josh like someone that you care about that's not in your top 20 but like he landed at a g5 school with a chance to produce right away or you think he might have nfl upside because of athleticism whatever the story is uh, one deep guy that that you think we should care about yeah, for me, uh, I mean, I'm a CFF guy at heart, so I'm gonna have to go to my CFF route here. And this guy, I don't think he has any kind of Debbie, you know, he's not gonna be valuable in Debbie, but Justice Savage from Jacksonville State. So, this is a kid that uh, he's originally committed to Indiana at the last minute, decommitted. I'm, I'm pretty sure he got bumped out by Kurt Signetti there when he came in. Um, but man, he's a good running back. Played there in Georgia, right? Good high school competition. Um, I think you can't remember where he where he played, but he played at a good school there, Langston Hughes, which is with Air Nolan, um, the quarterback for Ohio State. So, anyways, like he he's a good running back on on film. I think he's limited, you know. I think ultimately with his speed or something and, and stuff like that. But that's why he's going to Jacksonville State. But mm-hmm. Jacksonville State's got Rich Rod. And Rich Rod loves to feed his running backs. So this is a kid, play C2C, um, play CFF. I mean, I think that's a kid I would try to pick up in rounds 45 through 50 
and just see if he can get on the field this year, get on the field next year and, uh, and produce. Cause uh, Rich Rod loves his, his running backs in his system. And, um, and they are fantasy gold. Nice. You can throw up a couple of highlights. Kyle, do you have any takes on Savage? Did you get to watch him at all? No. <laughs> Did not fair <laughs> enough. We can't all go as deep as you do, Josh. We tried. We can't all, right, all go to Jacksonville State. It's true. They do like to run the ball, though, at least. So, you know, yeah, I, I'm kind of into it. I think that's that's a really good one, Josh. I appreciate it. Going on my list, 45th round. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There's worse picks right. to make there. By far. Yeah, right. It's By always who's, true. Who's, who's your deep guy? Um, can I cheat? Because I, I, there's one like kind of deep guy that I want to mention that's not really that deep, but <laughs> do it. Um, Johan Cardenas going to Vanderbilt. Um, I think Josh had him as RB19. I have him like just outside my top 10. Um, he is a guy who could absolutely blow up at Vandy. Um, he fits that like current Vanderbilt recruiting mold of being under recruited despite being a superb athlete. Um, he's just so good at finding those guys right now. Um, obviously, we, we like Cedric Alexander in last class for very similar reasons, but I think Cardenas is uh, an even better prospect, um, even more athletic, uh, kind of very polished, not very polished. I'll give him that, but he, he's just like so athletic. I, I feel like I can just place a bet on him and, and hope it works out. Um, and then for a really deep guy, I got you the uh, the RB one twenty three on the twenty four seven Sports composite. Okay, um, a guy that I really love, a guy that's actually in my top fifteen, and that is future Oregon State running back Cornell Hatcher Jr. Um, he is like if Kyle Lacey was going to the G five, because uh, I guess technically Oregon State's a G five program now. Um, <laughs> obviously, a couple of guys in his way. <laughs> with uh, Martinez and whatnot. But, um, I mean, the dude is like a 90th percentile speed score, um, 5'11", 190. Um, just like, I mean, he, he. I think he can blow up. Um, I was more excited he was committed to Wyoming. But, um, you know, going to Oregon State, I still think he'll have some opportunities to play against lower competition and show off that speed. Nice. Yeah. Josh, did you get to watch either of these guys? No. Nah, well, yes. Cardenas, yes. Uh, you know, I, his film is incredible. Um, but he's, yeah, private school ball in, in Houston is not the best competition. So it's a little bit of like, <laughs> it's hard to tell. I mean, he's 215. He's, again, he's, he's, you know, bigger than the defensive lineman he is playing against. So, but I do see, I mean, he is a good athlete and, Look, six foot two fifteen is is a great, great weight. It's just a, more me. It's a question mark, right? Like I just don't know how he's going to translate to the SEC, and so definitely worthy of top twenty, but just unsure what's yeah. next for him. And I you know uh, Hat, Hatcher is that what you said? The Oregon State dude? Yeah, the two we're watching yeah. right now. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I he's, no he's going to Vandy, so Cardenas might still be bigger than his offensive lineman. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll run the triple option. Maybe he can be the B-back. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, man, guys, so on the whole, I guess the takeaway I'm getting kind of out of both of you, right? Class kind of flat, lacking at the top, 
has some depth to it. Um, now, Josh, I know you're more of a CFF guy than you are like CTC. Are you drafting any of these guys for, for year one production here, or are mostly these guys you'd be drafting in a dynasty format? Like, who would you be like? Where would you be targeting these guys in relation to veterans and in relation to the other position groups in this class? Like, briefly, I know that's a super loaded question. Just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in CFF, I don't know if any of these guys, I mean, if Kiwan Lacey, you know, all of a sudden gets some hype, then maybe him. Uh, but yeah, most of these guys are going to draft and stash type guys. So you're going dynasty or C2C, um, mm-hmm. at that point. Um, but we'll see. Also, George, again, yeah. I mean, the rest of these guys, I don't, it's gonna be hard for these guys to get on the field year one, yeah. you know, sure. I mean, all these guys have a pretty tough path. That that's another thing about this class. I mean, again, like maybe Cameron Davis, like Cam Davis shines, um, and so he's another one. But the path for these guys getting on the field is going to be very, very tough, in my opinion. Yeah, the kid at LSU maybe has the best shot of the top guys we talked about. Really, pretty yeah, pretty weak running back room there. Um, yeah, awesome. Well, look, yeah, uh, this is the class. There's nobody uh, that. Oh, you go. There, there's nobody that like jumps off the page, and I'm like, that guy's elite. But there's so many guys where, like, if they popped off, I'd be like, oh yeah, we should have seen that coming. Um, and it's really annoying because I wish we could see it coming. Um, but I do think there are a couple sneaky guys who could contribute year one in Power Five programs. Um, Jordan Marshall kind of jumps off with Blake Corum leaving. Um, I don't think they really have anybody who's going to fill that role, kind of that bruiser role. I mean. But I think Marshall's a better prospect. Um, and then Daniel Hill going to Mississippi State. Um, they lose to Aquavius Marks to USC. Uh, not a lot of guys in that room. I totally lied. He's going to Alabama. I for, I always forget. <laughs> uh, never mind. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do wonder with, uh, with I think Marshall definitely can get off on the field if he's as good as his, his tape indicates. So him and Benjamin Hall, I think will – Battle that out a little bit, so it'd be fun. Do you to like see. Hall, Josh? I think he's a good college running back. Yes, he's a college back. Yeah, I don't know about NFL, but yeah, it was fun to watch him in the spring game. We'll see. I know that the staff is high on him there, but you know, we'll doesn't see. seem that fast. Just seems oh, like no. number. Yeah. yeah, yeah, tough, tough to make it to the NFL with that profile, but might yeah. run for twelve hundred yards at Michigan. So <laughs> yeah, good, yeah. good CFF kid. Um, yeah, I, I, sorry to cut you off before Kyle, this, this has been a blast. You guys, uh, just dropped major knowledge bombs on this class. So privilege getting you on here, Josh, Josh, what do you got to plug? You, you're doing a package with fancy points this year. You guys got, got something you're trying to sell, something you're trying to promote. Yeah. And you know, I mean, I think we, yeah, we have this college fantasy football package that we're going to be doing our college football package. We're going to really be getting DFS and betting quite a bit. Um, but in the off season, man, like best balls are, you know, going like crazy right now in CFF. And so we're going to have rankings, projections, things like that out here soon. Um, and then we're going to do a CFF preseason guide that I think we're going to make free. So stay with us, follow us. And, um, I think it, I think it'll be fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Make sure you let us know when you drop that. We'll recycle it and circulate it as much as we can. And, uh, we should get in some CFF best balls here. I haven't done one. Yes. Yet. Do it. About time. 
the edge is the edge starting. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's um, awesome. All right, best ball. <laughs> I, I, I Kyle, so I liked you until the end. Man. <laughs> Booing best ball. Oh, I am so much better. Setting like, so fun. Yeah. To be fair, Kyle, we do them because people will mock and they'll just pick whoever. But if you put right, you, know, you right. do a five dollar best balls, make them make them be honest with their picks. <laughs> yeah, mocks are trash. You can. It's just yeah. I don't know. I guess you get like a group of industry guys, but other than that, it's, it's tough. It's a tough scene. Um, yeah. Look, if you guys liked this content, viewers, please like, please subscribe, follow me at EK Baller, follow Kyle at Kale Fantasy, and follow Josh. He is at CFF Guys on Twitter. Um, we try to bring you this type of content all season long, and uh, we try to get some fresh faces on this year and really kind of, you know, grow the community here and, and, you know, let the, the show thrive in that manner. So, you know, definitely hit that subscribe button and uh, stay along the ride because we appreciate your support. And uh, I don't know, Josh, it's been a blast. Yeah. Appreciate Same. you guys. We will see you all next time. <laughs>